Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, this is the Daily Home Edit, the podcast from the team at Home Beautiful magazine. I'm Features Editor Holly Byrne, and today I'm joined in the studio by AFL superstar turned artist Gavin Wanganine. Welcome to the HB studio today, Gavin. It's great to have you in to chat about your incredible career and your change in career direction. After 16 years of professional football, what was it that led you to go down the track of being an artist? Yeah, there's a bit of a story to it. Um, in my second to last year of football, um, at the age of 32, it might have actually been my last year. I can't pinpoint whether it was one of those, which year it was. But uh, after a team meeting, uh, all the players have gone out. And for some reason, all the Indigenous boys had had hung around to, to just have a bit of a chat and talk a bit of crap like you do. Um, Aboriginal art came up as a topic. Uh, a, a fellow by the name of Daniel Motlop, who who was one of my teammates, he's he's from the, the top end of Australia and he's a Larrakia man. So he said, oh, the Aboriginal people, us mob up the top end of Australia, we do better Aboriginal art. Our designs, our artwork are much better than you Southern mob. <laughs> and that stirred up a little bit of a, 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 a reaction to some of the other Southerners. So the, the Burgoyne boys were there and, uh, like Peter and Sean and and Sean Bergen has actually just broken the, the the record for most games played for an Indigenous player in the history of the game. So anyway, that was great. Incredible. I just throw that in. Yeah, so that's 373 games. And so he said, no, nah, I might be pretty good too. So I just said, hey, boys, relax. I've got a bit of an idea. Why don't we all do a painting each and we'll get the rest of the team to pick the best painting. And whoever wins will deem that region, wherever you're from, the, the best region for Aboriginal art in Australia. So that's how it all got started. I went away. I bought a piece of – I bought a canvas and started painting. And it all started from there. Um, I guess just growing up, I've seen my mum's uh, relatives over the years paint my mum. So um, – it's always been in me, some uh, just in the subconscious, and it sort of just came out, and but all over a competition. That's incredible. So I guess there is more in common between art and football than we'd originally think <laughs> with that competition. Do the boys take any credit for your incredible career now? Oh, look, no, uh, uh, probably if you <laughs> ask them. But uh, the, the, the question often comes up, hey, did um, – Boys, did you know? Did you guys actually go away and start a painting? And they yeah, say, who won? Yes. Yeah, well, I actually didn't finish the painting. So what happened was, I started it, but because the canvas was so big, I, I chewed off more than I could actually eat, and that I could handle. And I just, after about two, three hours, I'd only got through about one fiftieth of of the painting, and I thought this is going to take too long. So I rolled it up, put it away, and it wasn't until about eight years later. Uh, I went through a, a divorce. I went through a hard time in my life, and my wife Pippa, uh, she found this fin- unfinished piece of canvas, and she said, because I had it in the garage and wasn't doing much, was just sitting there, and she said, "Oh, well, this is pretty good, Gavin. Who did this?" And I said, "Oh, I did that." And she looked at me and was thinking, "Yeah, whatever." And she said, "We'll prove it. Can you please prove it?" And so I, I did. So I spent a long time finishing that painting, and. 
yeah, it, it sort of just grew from there. So if Pippa didn't ask me or encourage me to get back on it and finish it, I wouldn't be painting. So it's because of her I'm painting again. Incredible. And had you painted much before before that competition got struck up? Never. I've never painted before. So, yeah. So when you started getting into it a little bit more after that first canvas, how did you learn the tricks of the trade? How did you get into it? Yeah, so it was really interesting because after that first painting, it was it was a more of a Western Desert style uh, inspired uh, painting and by an Aboriginal, famous Aboriginal artist called Clifford Possum. I really loved his work. So it was sort of inspired by his technique and his style. But when I finished that one and I thought to myself, look, um, I can't keep painting that way. I, I can't, that's not my style. That's not, um, I, I wanted to be as organic as I could and try and create my own style. And I really didn't know what to do, how to do it. It just came back down to just putting paper, uh, putting uh, paint on the canvas and just, having a crack, just mucking around, just trying things, just just practicing and just fiddling and see where your creativeness goes. And that's how, how it happened. So my wife uh, and I, Pippa and I, were we saw a shooting star over in the York Peninsula over on Narunga country um, about six years ago. And I saw, we saw the shooting star and I thought, wow, that's pretty awesome. And from, from there, I thought to myself, how can I get that shooting star or that image of that shooting star looking up at the sky on canvas? So I went back home. When we got home, I started just practicing, just trying to paint that image. And that's how I got into creating my own style. I just mucked around and just kept practicing. And so I imagine myself at the highest point of the universe when I'm painting my shooting star, my star dreaming series. And I'm, I'm looking down. We're looking. I'm looking down through the stars down to down to country to my mum's country my grandfather's country which is the west coast of south australia the sejuna area and yeah so that's how, how how it all happened that's an incredible process do you stick to the same process now in terms of looking for inspiration and putting it down just through a trial and error yeah there's still a bit of trial trial and error uh, in there and and that creative i always want to allow um, the creativeness to just happen naturally. And there is a process that I do, but then, uh, you know, I just, I just, just sort of just go with it. I just want to, I guess, evolve my style, um, in time, but without rushing it as well. So how would you describe that style? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, it's very contemporary. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, um, I'm still learning all these um, sayings, the art saying, is it expressionless? I don't know, it's expression, I don't know, style. Um, yeah, I'm still trying to figure that myself. <laughs> In terms of learning all that art language that is, it can be quite hard to comprehend, have you got many mentors in the industry or people you look to for advice? Or Yeah, that's a really good question. I, I've had a little bit of support, I guess, early days from some of the art centres here in South Australia who've invited me to go and do some workshops. So I went to Sejuna early days, which is really special because that's my mum's country. Um, that's about 700 kilometres uh, west of South Australia. And I remember as a youngster spending a bit of time there before we moved to Adelaide. Um, and so they invited me to go and do a workshop. And so I went and did that, my first ever workshop. And there was a, a, 
an in-house artist who provided the materials and was there to, as a sounding board to, you know, uh, to be there for you. So he, they, he provided the, all the paints and so forth. And then when I, I got there and I started asking questions and he wasn't giving much away. And I thought, oh, I don't know much. Why, you know, why aren't you giving me much? And, and then he, he said, this is for you to find your own creativity. I, I'm here to support you, to give you the paint and the canvas, the rest is up to you. And I thought, wow, that gave me an opportunity to create something that was so organic. And I just went away and started mucking around and came up with a couple of paintings, which were, yeah, my first couple of paintings, but they're only small paintings, but it helped me just get get started and helped me get the creative juices uh, started. Amazing to have that mentor and that support when did you have your first solo exhibition? I had my first solo exhibition, I think it was, it was about four years now, and that was over in Victoria. It was my old football team, the Essendon Footy Club, helped support me to do a, an exhibition out at Fed Square in, in Melbourne there. And so I, I, I showed uh, about, yeah, about 10 paintings. And that was, my, yeah, so that was pretty pretty daunting in a way because I was a bit nervous on how it would go and having my paintings up up for sale. How did it all go? Uh, it went really well. It was, it was well received and yeah, I guess being having that first, getting that first exhibition at the way, what, one thing, I, the main thing I did learn from that was that you shouldn't worry about, uh, you know, expectations or keeping, tr- trying to, to, to you know, to sell like the—that—that's not the most important thing. The, the main thing is that you enjoy your art. It, you're, you're painting because you enjoy it. You you paint for a reason, whether that's a, a release or, for me, it's about learning more about my culture, um, my heritage. It's that spiritual connection, and it helps me keep, um, you know, spiritually connected. So once I realised that, it, the rest didn't matter. I, I don't. I'm not really. Um, nervous anymore. I've got a current exhibition at the moment at the Hillsmith Gallery, and I did one last year as well that went really well. Um, so now I just feel really comfortable in my own skin because I'm I, I really enjoy painting, and, and that's that's the main thing. How has your artwork changed or evolved from that very first one you did on that canvas to what you've got on show at the exhibition now? Yeah, it's evolved a little, or a fair bit actually, because I was sort of sticking to what I knew and what I I developed or what I came up with um, early days um, in my early art career, which was only about four years ago, four and a half, five years ago. Um, I all of a sudden just started to just do some. Oh, it's hard to explain. Oh, this really is. It's. Um, I, I just started to use different. Uh, colors I wasn't scared to to mix colors and um, to just just change things slightly um, and just try things new things like whether do I do I have it thicker in in some areas or I'm gonna make it thinner so you can see a little bit underneath um, like layer a bit more layers and see-through um, so I just started to muck around in that way and I feel that that's starting to come into to my art at the moment. And has your approach or the meaning behind your artwork changed since the first looking down from above the very top of the universe down across all the stars? 
It's it's um, yeah, it sort of evolves, I guess. I mean, it's, it's generally it's the same sort of it's the same region. I'm looking down to my grandfather's country, but there are stories in in my in in my art. So there are little there are things going on in there that you got to look hard for, and I, don't, I won't always explain what the stories are. Um, sometimes I will, but they are just like memories of me myself growing up. Some of my grandfather's stories, um, some of my own football stories. Um, it's a bit like one of my cousin said that it's like my my grand grandfather he's sort of looking down and through as well and that oh wow that's 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 really interesting and you never know but um yeah so that's how I'm looking at it it's always interesting to see what other people get from your art isn't it the different different perceptions and interpretations of it all yeah that's really important and I I want people to find their own inspiration in my art and their own interpreta- interpretations and, and their own journeys and, and what's special to them. And, and if they can understand that it's a it's an aerial view looking down to a particular place, well, then they can quickly um, find what what's important to them, whether it's a place or a, a story, they can see it looking down through my paintings down to the ground and for instance, a lady over in the country South Australia, she commissioned me to, to do a, a really a, quite a large painting, and she saw particular things in my painting that reminded her of the seabeds uh, where she has her house over in the country. So she's seen her own things, and then I want people to see their own things in my art. And um, yeah, I think that's really important because people have their own journeys and stories and things that are important to them. If they can find that in my art, that makes me feel really good. Of course. And what inspires the palette that you choose in your artwork? <laughs> yeah, look, um, uh, my, my wife gives me a little bit of inspiration with some colours. Oh, why don't you try this, yellow, that colour? Can I guess um, what colour? Pink? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, yeah, she likes the blush. It's a beautiful and... colour, though. It comes out incredible. Yeah, I like the blush too. I really, I love that blush. It's almost my favourite colour. So it, and yeah, so I just get a little bit of inspiration from my wife. She helps and I just have a go and I thought, what, how would this go? Oh, she gives me the green light sometimes. Sometimes she doesn't. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it, we're a team, you know, so it's really good that she's there to support me and, you know, she's, you know, I, I paint and she helps look after our, um, social media platform with my art and she's been a huge instigator in uh, a wonderful collaboration that I've recently done with the with Hague Chocolates who are an iconic South Australian um, business here in South Australia and iconic Australian brand and yeah of course so my, my designs over all their package uh, gift gift range packaging for the next 12 months so uh, that's all because of my wife approached them and um, asked if they'd be interested in looking at you know, doing a collaboration with with myself, and we've they've got one of my designs on all of over their packaging. I'm really proud of the fact that they've got an indigenous design on all their packaging for the next twelve months. It must be incredible to have that support from her. I have to admit, there is an empty chocolate tin on my desk with your artwork on the oh. outside. It didn't last oh. long. The chocolate inside, uh. especially <laughs> in our office. Now, in the four years that you've been painting and. How have you been able to combine your love of football and your football career with your artwork? Yeah, it's been really good to be able to combine, you know, football with, with art. It's um, given me uh, the Essendon Football Club approached me early in my art career 
and they commissioned me to do their a design on their jumper for the Indigenous route. So that was really special because I've spent my first six years of AFL footy playing in Melbourne with, with the Bombers. And so I did a design for the Indigenous round jumper and that was pretty cool. And and then the AFL commissioned me to, to design the, the Sharon football for all the all the um, games during the Indigenous round the following year um, and for the next few years. Um, so that was a real honour and, and it was it was huge because the AFL play a really important role um in the, uh, when it comes to recruiting young Indigenous kids and when they come into the system, they need that support because these young kids are, are chasing their dreams. So I did a design that was that was based on the importance of each AFL's role in supporting young Indigenous coming young Indigenous kids coming through the system. So that was really, really good. So to better combine my art with football, yeah, I was really proud of that. Have you had any other big commissions or career highlights so far? Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're all pretty special and really important. And the, the Hagues one, obviously, you know, so far is the, the biggest one. And they're such an iconic Australian ch- chocolate factory uh, company. Um, but they, they were also very generous and they donated, donated $40,000 to uh, the Gavin Wanganeen Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Scholarship. So... They put $40,000 into that scholarship and that's been going for 13 years now and it gives Aboriginal kids and people an opportunity to, to study and that they're opportunities they never would have had otherwise. So that's been the most important one because as you get older, and especially as I'm getting older, I get no better um, feeling than being able to help people and to give back because I've been so privileged and now any any time I get an opportunity to, to help out and give back to community uh, to people of disadvantage, um, that's the best feeling. Well, you've just cancelled, you've just ticked off my next question on the list. What has been the most satisfying part through it all since your career transition? <laughs> yes, uh, with my art transition? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Sorry for answering that question, but no, yeah, definitely, it's, it. it's, it's, uh, it's definitely that. That's the most rewarding part of being able to, to paint is be able to to give back, to support programs that give back and to use the, you know, the influence that I have, you know, which football is giving me uh, the profile to do that. Uh, it's just, yeah, that's the best feeling to better give back. And finally, what is next for you, Gavin? I'll keep painting. Um, I'll keep getting, get my hands and my T-shirts dirty on the canvas and to, to keep creating but anytime I get a chance to, to collaborate or to work on programs that are supporting community and giving back um, that's that's the path that I want to go down and um, through art I, I, it gives you an opportunity to do that because you're actually sharing and you're you know teaching people about having a having a go at something that you might never have had a go at before like myself I never I never had a go at art until later in my life and I think art can be for anyone. Perfect. Well, I look forward to seeing what you do do next. Yeah, thank you. That's a wrap for the Daily Home Edit today. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 